To another episode of airing it out season four better late than never bringing in my co-host dr david drew dave we never thought we'd get it in here we are season four that's we what she are said back. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to start off season four my friend what a way to start off season hey four. you know it, it, it took us a little while you know first off this league is getting more adult every year not in the content but in in the lives of the people right we've the league has had multiple babies since we last had an episode of airing it out myself included future commissioner declan um <laughs> future commission <laughs> it'd be really fun to yeah to air these down that would be that would be awesome oh yeah exactly yeah. like airing it out season 27 hosted by declan <laughs> <laughs> well congratulations by the way season thank four you. to you and Kay. very thank lovely. you yes and then uh it'll be declan and zoe matt uh matt also had a yep. had a daughter and yep. um patrick had a kid and is another one coming on the way because he's crazy uh yeah it's it's nuts uh, what a, tom, what a tom got engaged change. he's getting married like a lot of things are happening i know season of change meanwhile back at jeff Sievers' home we are still have the same rocking chair hey the rocking chairs it's a good it's a loyal chair <laughs> same recliner. It's a loyal chair and back at tim mansfield house he has the same i don't know what <laughs> he's got a car he's got a couple cars He's working on him. He's... Yeah, Timmy, you and I together, man. <laughs> I think Tim's got a girlfriend. I'm not going to blow it on the uh, internet for him, but I think he's got a girlfriend. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. There hey, you there go. you go. Well, anyways, your point being a season of change a season in of a change. positive way, and that's that's awesome. I mean, and for the NFL, that's a good transition. This is yeah. a season of change for the NFL. Yeah. First off, announcers switched booths everywhere. There's not a single pairing yeah. that's the same on the same network anymore. It's no. mayhem. No, you, and quite honestly, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like, like it either. I, you know, like the it. only thing, the only the new uh, matchup that I do like is uh, is um, Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit. Yeah, Th that is a better pairing than uh, with uh, what's his name, Chris Collinsworth. Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, yeah, it's less painful to listen to. It's actually quite good. Yeah. Um, but it's I, on. Actually, I enjoy. I agree with you. I enjoy it too. Actually, to see the other night, uh, Chris Collinsworth was at the Cincinnati game. Oh, was so, he? Yeah. So Al Michaels. Got, yeah, I know. Got to say, you know, there's my partner for 13 years over at NBC. And so uh, it was a nice little moment, actually. But anyways, keep going. You're right. You're right. Yeah. No, I mean, Troy and uh, and Joe not being on Sundays, it like ruins America's game of the week. It's like I guess, not a thing. Yeah, it's, it's not the same. It's yeah. not the same. It's just not there. I don't I like hearing them. I like hearing them on football. I don't love hearing them on Monday night football. I, I think it, to your point, it's always been. Fox just covers the game better. Their graphics, everything about it is just better. And I think that's what ruins it for me about ESPN, less Joe and, and um, Troy. I just think the ESPN broadcast and the silliness and the, in the little uh, caricatures and things oh, like yeah. that. I just, it's, I don't, it's not fun. No, you can tell it pains Joe Buck to make those like transitions and those <laughs> forced, yeah. painful yeah. animated transitions yep. into whatever yep. weird graphic ESPN people put together yep. that week. And yep. you can tell he's just like, I'm getting paid a lot of money. Yep. So just say it, right? Like <laughs> and, that's. And yeah, you're right. And Disney and uh, ESPN, they both wisened up. They started to put it on ABC. So the first three games of the first three Monday nights have been on ABC. Which is no, I mean, same which I love. as ESPN, which I love. Yeah, it's actually nice. Except then, TV. then they ran a game against a game, and then they ran a game against a game, and they did a terrible job with that. That was just too much. It was too much. It was too much that night. It really was. It and is, then they also put ridiculous. the Manning cast on. Yeah, on ESPN two, and I don't think they did it that night. I don't believe when there were two games. But no, I don't think they did. Yeah, but man, it was <laughs> chaos with ESPN, and they just no, no good. No, no. NG. And no, so, um, yeah. So the announcers are, have switched all around. Not, not, not quite as enjoyable as I, I once was. And then, I mean, the players. I mean, the, the players, players are everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, everywhere. I was actually. I looked this up as we were chatting. And just Deshaun Watson. I mean, who cares? That's human garbage. I, who would sign that? I don't understand. You got Russell Wilson moving, Tyreek Hill moving. You got Devonte Adams moving. 
you got Matt Ryan, maybe not a big deal. In the quietest move of the NFL draft, which we probably can trans- transition to later, is A.J. Brown goes to Philadelphia. Probably yeah. the, the, the best movement of a player all around, although Devontae Adams, you probably would have said. Carson yep, Devontae Wentz. Adams moved. Carson yep. Wentz moved. Yep, Amari Cooper moved. I mean, that uh, pretty significant names right there, if you, you know, just sort of a few. There, are, I mean, yeah, and then a lot of like a weird rookie class too, right? Like it wasn't a strong rookie class. Um, no strong running backs really that were coming None. out. Though yeah. uh, suddenly, all of a sudden, they, there's a bunch of them like in dynasty, like in t- dynasty terms, they're relevant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's a yeah. lot of weird movement, a lot of coaching movement, like. You know, I don't know. It's 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 definitely a strange yeah. then, year for the NFL. Then you get another moment where now you got Josh McDaniels getting strange already in Raider Land. That's right. <laughs> it's getting quite weird over there. I guess I don't think he's going to make it through week five or six. Oh, I think he's going to get fired like yeah. real quick, and, yeah. and he'll just be back with the Patriots. Like all of the bad failed head coaches end up. Like yeah. the Patriots are being coached by Matt Patricia on offense. Yeah, confusing. Yeah, and so- and Joe Judge. Yeah, on also defense on, also is he on confusing. defense i think he's on defense or is he okay. also on offense i don't know it's i don't know, I don't know who's coaching in in new england anymore but that's a hot mess yeah mac jones looks awful he got hurt but yep. anyway so lots of lots of lots of movement it definitely made it uh, for a challenging draft day and we can recap the draft a little bit and i i think the big storyline of the draft was uh Patrick had exactly one pick uh, and, and went with Deonta Foreman yeah. with his one pick in the fifth round. Yeah. But as a result of him having no picks, Jeff, yeah. you, you had nine picks. I had now, nine picks. I got to get in the head of the general manager here a little bit. What do you do with nine picks? And how were you not like Kevin Costner on draft day? Like, let's get rid of these picks. Like, let's, <laughs> you actually made nine picks. Well, to be honest with you, after coming in the last place last year, like, you know, you have to turn your roster over. So I was like, I'm just going to cut right down my roster to nothing and take the nine picks and kind of see what sticks. Honestly, I just had to turn this roster over. Unfortunately for me, I, I, and actually I think, I think it was to Patrick's point at the, and during the seasons, like there's nobody great in this draft. So I right. might as well. I mean, I haven't really netted a lot of great players here uh, yet. Anyways, uh, James Cook has not been uh, playing at all. He, he had one carry his very first play of the game or very first time he touched the ball in the NFL in a regular season game and he fumbled, fumbled. it. Yep. So that is it. Then Sky Moore's done nothing really in Kansas City. The only one that's actually been good for me so far is Garrett Wilson has actually caught some balls. Um but Mark Marquise Valdez Scandling has not played well. Wando Robinson got hurt on the very first play. Blake Martinez got cut before I even <laughs> before the season even started. And then Albert O, I actually ended up cutting later to kind of sign somebody else. And he's yeah. probably having a great year. I actually think <laughs> he's probably round, having a great year. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, I think the best pick in the very first round of our draft, if I had to say, I think I think it comes from from Matt. I think uh, that Damian Pierce. Yeah, from, and Houston has actually run pretty well. I I actually made a trade with you in the other league to get him onto onto the team. He's actually starting to really kind of pick up the ball. That you know, and I think about fantasy football. I actually think that uh, Damian Pierce is a great pick, right? Because yeah. you have this this team that's very bad that is rebuilding, and that's where those gems really come in. And you can find a real star player that kind of surprises everybody because you're not going to think that anybody good is going to play in Houston and suddenly somebody good comes on. So let's hope for him. Well, it's not hope for him because, you know, we want to win the league, but let's hope for Damian Pierce and for uh, Matt that, you know, that happens. But anyways, that's, that was my assessment. Overall, I think the draft is always very fun to do because, you know, it's just a fun, fun night. But as I look at these names right now, three weeks later, I don't, there's not any that are really jumping off the screen, off the screen. Cortland Sutton actually is having a pretty de- decent year. Yeah. And, but uh, I, I use my pick to pick him back up. I, yeah. I, I, I lost Cortland Sutton in the free yeah. agency. Uh, I was, yeah. I was upset about that actually. So, yeah. um, it, and I actually, uh, Tim right after me picked Hunter Henry. Um, and so I was between the two cause I needed a tight end and, yeah. you know, I was just like, you know, I'm going to get Cortland Sutton back. Cause I think he's going to be okay. And maybe I can use him to, or one of my other wide receivers to trade for a tight end later, <clears throat> um, paging Ray Pinto, pa- yeah. paging Ray Pinto yeah. to the chat. Um, 
<laughs> yeah. I I did make Ray Pinto an early season trade offer, actually. You did. You I really did. did yeah. I, and it felt like a pretty fair trade at the time. I was offering Zeke Elliott, and I think I offered Cortland Sutton, or I may have offered another wide receiver off my team. Um, maybe I'm in Ross St. Brown. Um, I forget exactly who I had yeah. sent to him. You know, it's funny. I wanted to, I actually wanted to put a trade together early in the, in actually in the first week or right before the first week, I thought about seeing if you'd wanted to trade him at all. Um, I'm in Ross St. Brown. Yeah. 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 Cause of hard knocks. <laughs> well, cause of hard knocks. Well, yes, but like you do see something very hardworking and special in him. Oh yeah. Actually. He is. He's a good, so, he's a good player. I think he so. is a good, and he seemed like a really good person too. Like I enjoyed it. Yeah. Guy moments that he was on but we should we should talk about hard knocks for a second <laughs> hard knocks is the most if you haven't watched this season of hard knocks you should go oh. watch this season of hard knocks it is the craziest crazy. compilation of characters coaching a national football league team it's in crazy Detroit. it is I, insane i watched the first episode and i ended I, I just i know we had a bit of chat about it i think in the chat early on oh my i mean what a uh, i don't i mean I don't know what's it. You are right. It is definitely um uh. What's the movie? What's oh, the, it's the longest. It's the future the remake yard. of the longest yard. It, it's happening. It is really real life. The longest yard. I mean, you couldn't have been more accurate to what that was. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, when when he starts doing the pants, uh, yeah. who's the head coach? I'm feeling on his name right uh, now. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Thank you. Yeah. When Dan Campbell starts doing this, like, got to get the dust out of our pants, and starts bringing props in to help yeah. his crazy metaphor that made no sense make sense and it doesn't make it help make it any more <laughs> sensical you're like okay this is quality television i went and popped a bag of popcorn at that point i'm like i'm all in this is yeah. great yeah uh it it's definitely the detroit lions are a hot mess of an organization it, it just i mean I you've got so many guys right antoine randall l yeah uh yep. deuce staley mark brunel mark brunel you and have um Oh, who's the, the defensive coordinator? Cornerback, the cornerback from New England, I think, at the for many years. Oh, I forget it's AD. Does they call him AD or something? Um, either way, it's it's yeah. it is a the most ridiculous cast of characters. Anyway, really back is. back to the draft. So you know, I got to say, actually, a few teams really did address uh, you know some need that they had. Uh, you know, I think. Kevin went with a, uh, you know, obviously Kevin's team is, has been in a rebuild mode for a little while, but, you know, getting Derek Carr there was a good move, especially now with two, two of his injuries, he's got a little more depth because otherwise he was banking on Sam Darnold, um, you know, as his starter or, you know, Trevor Lawrence really making a leap forward, which he hasn't really yet. And maybe yeah. he will with, um, with Doug Peterson as the coach down there. He might, he started to look a little better in, in the early weeks. Um, but Devontae Parker with his second pick actually was a good one. I think, you know, Devontae Parker moves to New England, has had a decent year. Um, you know, I don't Irv Smith, I think, will still turn into a really good tight end in Minnesota, hopefully for him. But um, you know, I do have to say your team, despite some of the like, I think you got some real guys to watch here. I think James Cook with the overall first pick was the right move, right? Like He's got the pedigree. You hope. I mean, yeah. Devin Singletary is playing fine. I He's just not a big back, right? And I don't, right. like, you kind of imagine him as the, uh, uh, God, what's his name? That was that was always on, on Philly, um, the little guy. He's he's almost more like an Austin Eckler, but he's not quite as, he's yeah. not even um, that Boston's much not, of a bruiser. No, it's older, older, older. Yeah, uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he was like a little lightning bug we're, running around. We're having, um, we're, we're having senior moments here in the episode already. <laughs> so we're, we're out like, of practice. Coach, the we're, coach coach that's in the one, by the way, was Aaron Glenn. Um, <laughs> Aaron Glenn. I was close. I said AD. It was close. Yeah. Uh, yeah. AG. Uh, yeah. No, this is like we need mom translator. Sean McCoy, or... maybe? Was it not LaShawn McCoy? No. Yeah, that's not who I was thinking of, but close enough. We'll yeah. move on. Anyway, yeah, we'll move on. I, right. I, I think, uh, you know, I, also Kenny Pickett. You know, I I think he's got to become the guy in Pittsburgh. I they spent a high draft pick on him. You know, you got to imagine they're going to start to develop they him. They will, yeah. And yeah. and honestly, Garrett Wilson, I, I hate. I'm sure you hated getting a jet, but oh, Garrett Wilson, it. he's productive. He's he is early productive. on already. He's been doing all right. Yeah. So, but I, yeah. you know, I always hate like, you know, it's it's really it comes down to it. And you have the great philosophy of this. And I think everybody else in this league kind of does too. Is probably except for me. Uh, running back, running back, running back. 
like you know and you yeah. pick up some of these wide receivers and you pick a wide receiver in a jet and you're like <laughs> yeah i mean he's having a fine year i mean he is. i mean and like in that in that vein right stav and uh and ray they also really went running back running back wide receiver wide receiver running back yeah. and i think you know ray actually has some of the best pieces here i think long term kenneth walker hasn't really done much yet, but I think he will eventually become a guy in Seattle. Isaiah Spiller, that's unknown, but who knows? Christian Watson, there was a lot of talk about him in Green Bay. Who knows what that's going to really turn into? But I actually think yeah. that fifth pick with Tyrion Davis-Price, he picked him right before I was going to pick him, um, was a great pick. Uh, he's already, because Elijah Mitchell cannot stay healthy to save his life. Yeah. Um, and so he was already thrust into the role, and then he got hurt himself. So... You know, I think he will eventually get a lot of snaps and touches there. And if nothing else, he'll go to another team because everybody loves to pick up a San Francisco uh, X running back and turn him into something. So, yeah. Anyway, so what we're going to do a little something new this year. We're going to try to do power rankings. Um, we realize that with busy lives, we may not always be able to put in a weekly podcast, but we're going to try as best as we can. Yes. As always, we're going to try to get into a little rhythm. It's been hard with the new baby and you've been very busy between reunions yes. and everything and my, else. Yeah, and we my, both have been very busy with LXA yes. stuff. Um, so we're my, happy. My little baby. No, not baby. <laughs> LXA is your baby at this point. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, you know, we're hoping to get this in, but we're going to do power rankings. So before we get into any of the results from this year, we, uh, you know, we took a, ton, a, a, a snapshot of time and looked at power rankings going into the season prior to any games um, but so basically post draft, how, how are the teams looking? Um, and I, you know, I think what we do is we just kind of start, uh, start with the bottom half and then we'll talk a little bit more about the top teams here, but I, this may be an unpopular pick. I actually think no luck literally has the weakest team in the league. Um, and it, sorry, Ray, I'm trying to make your team better by offering you trades, but you're never coming in. He's got the best tight end pair in the league by far. Yeah, but his running back depth is so not there right now. If Kenneth Walker and Tyrion Davis Price end up getting touches, that his team looks very different. But he's sitting at two and one, but he only has two hundred and seventy-seven points for him and two hundred eighty-four points against him, and that's I think indicative of his uh, of his uh, you know pre-season. There wasn't a lot of strength or depth to that roster. He could really turn around. Who knows. I then I then went Hugo Middlefingers at number nine. That's not really much of a surprise. Kevin's team is still rebuilding. I don't. I think there's a lot of question marks around Tua and everything else and what he'll get from quarterback. But his team's starting to look a little better. I went with Goodwill Punting next, and then this is probably a shock, but preseason I had Stav at number seven. Wow. Um, and wow. that was really because I just. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson. It's a big question mark. He didn't have Always. the year that he had last year, and, and yeah. the depth on Stav's team has always been where he gets into trouble. He gets too many injuries and he doesn't have guys to come in. Wow. Um, and then I, this won't be popular either. Uh, I went with uh, Q garden at number six and Oh, so wow. sorry. Just update everybody, everybody, the Farmington football team, the yeah. previously unnamed Farmington yeah. football team <laughs> is now known named. as the Q garden bulldogs. So yeah. there's no, uh, no confusion. Do you, do you know what's, what's the reference on that one? Q gardens is the, is like the development that, that he lives in. And okay. I think bulldogs <laughs> okay. just fun. I don't know. I don't know the reference on the bulldogs, but that's where Q gardens comes from. All right. All right. Um, it's probably kind of had to do like, I don't know, like the commanders, like just such a, like a ridiculously easy name, right? Like bulldogs, of course it's going to be the bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that, that's my bottom five going into the season. Wow. Which means you put me in the top five and I am just shocked right now. <laughs> you are in the top five. <laughs> yeah. So what, wow. what's your bottom five? Jeff. So I, you know, I, I didn't get into too much depth like you did on each of the teams, but I, 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 I just cannot, uh, I got to put Tom last. <laughs> 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 what would a season be if Tom wasn't in my power rankings as number 10? Uh, it, it, you, you just stick with what you know. Stick just with, stick what, you with know. what you know. Um, it and then plays I had, well I, in the ratings, that, that statement. <laughs> that's, right, that's right. There's only one person who really is like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um and then i had cayuga middle fingers in, in the ninth place and I, I think you're right i think kevin is building but there's still more depth to do there and and uh more work to do um i do hope that he i hope that the two apart comes back i hope that i don't know i just hope that he 
finds a, a diamond in the rough here. I actually had Ray at, at number eight at no luck. Literally, I, I agree that it's not strong. I think I probably in the quarterback department more than anything for him. Um, he really should use his two great tight ends to kind of rebuild and kind of get some get some picks and whatnot. Um, I actually had Patrick at at seven. Um, I thought that dad bod was, uh, you know, I thought with, uh, I don't know. I'm not high, high on dad bod's team. I, I, I'm sorry, Patrick, I'm sorry. Um, but generally I just was kind of, I had him at seven. Although as I look a little deeper into the team, having Aaron Rodgers, who is, you know, you know, on LSD or whatever he's doing these days, <laughs> oh, he's, he's <laughs> you know, definitely on something. No. So, um, kind of, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are both kind of the same to me right now, where they're just not lightning for me quite yet. They'll probably get lightning, but they're not. And then I had myself at number six. Um, so I'm, I put myself in the sixth spot, just kind of rebuilding. I think that I have some parts on this team still, because I do have, uh, you know, I do, I know you don't love them, but I do have some really top quarterbacks in the league i'll say that and then I, my running backs have have done better saquon came back so that's been helpful and then um you know even james connor started out really well which was good so anyways that's my top my bottom five gotcha and so i mean i have you at number five on my list right and i think that really came from uh you know you do you the trades you pulled off last year uh to get some of this running back depth i thought made your team a little better and then yeah you know, the wide receivers you picked up, you know, were also very interesting. Um, I also thought, you know, with Jerry Judy, um, you know, you you really reloaded in the in the draft with a bunch of other guys. You got some key guys on your uh, on your IR now. I thought Wandell Robinson would be a pretty good pickup. Yeah. Um, but you're right. right. I think your quarterback play, obviously, like, um, you know, I have you at five mainly i think driven off your quarterback play you got patrick mahomes and justin herbert you got two of the better quarterbacks from a fantasy perspective in the league um i just had you right there at number five who'd you have at number yeah. five my number five i had boston gang stuff I, I i you know i'm team stav all the time i i thought well let's put him in the middle of the pack and see him see what he does this year so i have him at five yeah yeah i mean i, I think it's just the same thing with stop's team right there's there were some big question marks and there were there's not a lot of depth and yeah. so that's why it's hard to yeah. elevate him that early. Um, yeah, I think the AJ Brown thing, I think, had me a bit put him at the five spot. I think that AJ Brown secretly getting traded during the draft was one of these moves. It's panned out great for everybody, but um, that's where I think I think that's where I was in my head with him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and who knew what was going to happen, right? I, I wasn't very strong on Jalen Hurts as a throwing uh, quarterback either. Yeah. Um, all right, number four, I put Dad Bod. Um, and, you know, this really comes from the fact that, you know, Patrick's team, it's it's good. It's I think I think he's got the right players to do well. I, I think there's some question marks, right? Like, is James Robinson going to have the same year that he had last year, especially with, a you know, everyone's very high on Travis Etienne Jr. and, and like really coming out this year. Um, you know, and I the reason why he's not higher here is is really Aaron Rodgers and his quarterback depth, because after Aaron Rodgers, he's got what Zach Wilson. Um, yeah. and so if Aaron Rodgers has the year that he had last year, great. Patrick's team is dangerous. If he doesn't, yeah. you know, that's why he's not higher than four in my book, but yeah. And I think you know, losing Devonte Adams there too is, you know, that's, you know, Aaron is going to, I mean, he's going to throw a million yards, but it's still, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a question at Mark for who he's throwing the ball to. Right. I yeah. think that was the biggest preseason question mark. He, he lost Devonte Adams. No, you don't know the name of the next wide receiver, right? I guess Randall Cobb. Right. But the, who's now hurt? Is he hurt too? Yeah. Is it? Oh, yeah. He might be. I don't remember. Anyway, um, he played. He definitely was playing at least. Uh, so we're talking preseason here. Uh, number three, I went with. I think the, they also have Sammy Watkins on that team. They right? do. I, right. I, just, I mean, but he'll be hurt I mean, after we. How many teams has he been? <laughs> All the teams. He's like Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think he follows Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, so number three, I put the sheriff. Uh, I think wait, I gotta do my four. Let me do. Oh, my what was your number four? Is it, my four was Davis Square Hipsters. Okay. So I put Davis Square Hipsters at four, and I think that's probably out a lot of respect for Timmy's years um, and, and being at the top of the league. I think in a lot of ways, um, maybe the Russell Wilson thing was a bit unknown, so that's why the four. But um, that's where I put him. He still got Tom Brady though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't, I'm, I'm, again, I wasn't sold on Tom Brady either. I, I know. I'm I'm fading yeah. on this team after this year, right? Yeah. But I, I I am putting I. I uh spoiler alert uh cuz I just told you who's at number 3 for yeah. me which is Penna I put Tim at number 2. Ooh. 
actually I'm I was very high on Tim's team coming into the season. I actually yeah. thought this team was it was going to look good. You know, I thought, you know, there was some movement. Kenyon Drake moved. He went to Baltimore. They got cut by the Raiders. Like his team looked pretty good preseason. Yeah. He's, and, and, you know, honestly, I thought Russell Wilson going to Denver was going to be great. Yeah. And he's got great wide receivers there, too, just like he had in Seattle. I thought yeah. he's going to get well, a better offensive line. Like, I think, you know, that's why I think I, I think that's why I notched him down a, a peg or two, a peg or two, because I think the triumphant being gone. Yeah, I think that was going to hurt him a little bit. I don't know. Maybe I was more hopeful than it was anything. <laughs> yeah, turned out, you know, turned yeah, out. This it, not been great. No, well, so anyway, so I had I had uh, Tim at two, the sheriff at three. Uh, mainly, uh, you know, Penna's team is it's still as scary as it was last year. The only yeah. question mark I had was, you know, I think his running back depth is a little weak. Uh, he got a lot of wide receivers, good young wide receivers, but his running back depth was a little weak. And uh, you know, if Travis Etienne um, this was really a decision point for me is that would Travis Etienne be the running back that they all think he is, in which case Penna's team is very scary. But like, for example, you look at his team right now, he's got Nick Chubb in, has been playing great. He's got Craig Reynolds playing as the second running back. Yeah. And like, that might just be a pickup in a play, but he lost David Montgomery. David Montgomery has been injury prone. He lost DeAndre Swift. Like he was up there for me, but these are guys that uh, they just had question marks. So that's the only difference between for me between three and two. I thought there were less question marks on Tim's team than Penn's team. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I, my number three, I had the Q garden bulldogs. Although at the time of uh, the top 10, I'm not sure he had a name of his team. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I think again, like, you know, after, after Matt winning the league and I, I thought, you know, you got to give him, you got to keep him in the top at least three, but I'm not, I'm not super high on Matt's team. I don't think I really ever have been per se. Uh, I'm, you know, again, sorry, Matt, again, it's some of the, I think it was, I think he, he, the Cooper cup effect, I think really helped him last year. And I think it will help him again this year, but I'm not sold on his, his quarterback play per se. Um, yeah. We got to interrupt this for a second. Andy Dalton just threw a touchdown in the national football <laughs> league in 2022 in London. There's a sentence I never thought I'd say. Uh, yeah, there is football going on right now. There's 9:30 AM football. Caught a lot of people off guard. I sent out yeah. a message at nine and people were like, Jesus, really? Like 30 minutes from now. Yeah. 30 minutes from now. Oh, it doesn't man. matter how much I, I can't change time. I'm telling you it's 30 minutes from now. Andy <laughs> Dalton will hurt any team. Yeah. All right. And then, so drum roll number one, who do you got Jeff? I don't think I did my two. Am I number two? Oh, who's your number man? two? As a man, well, I guess I could do my number one because it will well, give you number two. But yeah, my number two goes to you, David. Goes to the Mansfield Tims, and uh, just I mean, you're always the top of the league, and your running backs are great. Although the Zeke Elliott effect has kind of kind of gone away a little bit, and Derrick Henry has been slowed a little bit. Um, but I have I had you at two at the beginning of the year. So number one for me is Team Penna, and I think honestly, it's it's the quarterback that got me there at the most part. That that guy. I'm gonna have to go um, back, and huge, I'm gonna have to go back. Josh Allen fan. I've always been from the very beginning. Let's not. Let's. Yeah. Not I'm, I, let me let me go back and roll the tape. I'll insert <laughs> have, insert the clapboard listen, here so I know I, where to go back just, and insert the old clips. I, what I have said and what will 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 go to the to the grave or whatever the lay on the stick or whatever the thing. Is. <laughs> None <laughs> of those were the right terms. <laughs> whatever the words are. It was because of me that Josh Allen grew as a professional football player. I agree. I don't think you can shut out the noise. He couldn't shut out the noise from you. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was you more were... like what I was saying is that he needs time to develop into what I have developed him into today. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think you but... can take the credit. I, I, I think Dave Penna might have some different opinions on whether or not you can take the credit. But I don't know you what you're credit. talking about. If Dave would like to talk this out, I'm happy to bring him onto the show and we can talk this through. But I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the quarterback play of the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed. Yes. Look at that. Look at so that. I put him at number one. And for you. Uh, I, I put myself at only you one. would put yourself at number one. Only <laughs> no. preseason though. Preseason. Only preseason that's and right. I got to say it, it, it's not, I'm not like roster baiting here. Right. Like I, all I'm saying is I like the depth of my team. I like the depth of your team too. You know, like, especially going in preseason, obviously there's some question marks, but like, First off, I have a love affair with Justin Jefferson, and we can talk you about that in a few minutes. Justin I do less. I, I've got him in all of my leagues. 
and it's biting me in the ass now though i looked really smart after week one where he had 30 points uh but after after that week it's been a little bit of a rough going now we're on the rocks and he and i maybe are sleeping in different bedrooms but it's fine um you know the only real question mark in terms of where player what affected my team like what you would expect out of the players that you had were was tyreek hill gonna be the same kind of wide receiver in miami which time has shown he's actually getting more targets and doing better mm-hmm. um and whether or not Devonte adams would benefit or lose uh points going to las vegas and you know one thing is i think he's got a lesser quarterback in in Derek Carr, but they did play college football together so they already had some rapport um but you know just better bigger question about like is josh mcdaniels actually going to be an okay coach and you know i that's that's the biggest question mark um there, you know, and then I've got a lot of wide receiver depth. So I think the thing that bites me in the ass is who do I, who do I play in, in any given week? Um, so anyway, I, I like the depth of my team. I have some big question marks. I don't feel so good about my quarterback situation anymore. Like who goes in Kyler Murray is like, I, I don't know what Kyler Murray's problem is, but um, you know, Jalen hurts has like pleasantly become a nice quarterback to have on your team this year. Um and, uh, you know, I do have Kirk Cousins back there who's like Mr. Reliable, good for 25 points, but that's not going to win you a week in or a week out. So, um, you know, trading Aaron Rodgers back in the day may still come back to haunt me. Who knows? Yeah. But um, I so I had know. me at one. You had Penna at one. Um, yeah. I'll say your team, it, you know, when you look at these names, you really are loaded up. I mean, you really are. It's The quarterback does does hurt a little bit, but. You know, you're getting, a, a, I don't know, lucky or you're getting a moment, I suppose, where Jalen Hurts is, you know, he's probably one of the top quarterbacks in the league right now, mostly out of the scheme, maybe, and having A.J. Brown there. So you're you're definitely you got you got a lot of big names on your team, my friend. It's pretty impressive, actually. Yeah, I mean, and the, the uh, what's his name? Um, his uh, Devonta Smith, like has been yeah. playing really well, too. I, oh, I, Jalen yeah. Hurts seems to be making good throws. Yeah. Like I, I like I, he seems to be making smarter decisions. Like he seems to be playing pretty good. I've watched a little bit of the Philly games and because yeah. that's what just happens to be what we get up here. It's been actually like he's a decent quarter. I think he made a better leap forward than Kyler Murray did. Um, oh, Kyler great. Murray is an awful quarterback now. I'm like yeah. watching him. It's like, oof. I think, uh, I you mean, know, Kyle Murray may be better without that head coach. That head coach is nuts. So I think they're all nuts. Um, all (laughs) all right so let's we are actually in week four of the nfl now week four is actively happening this justin jefferson just uh they're showing some justin jefferson highlights here um but let's just do a quick recap of the first three weeks we're not going to get into it like into into too much well we'll talk about some of the big storylines from each week you know big big first week win from the upstate masters post post 177 and a half and look you know i think this is why i had you in that in my top five right saquon barkley is back baby he's back yeah, here's he the looked, hoping <laughs> he looks good he looked like he was running hard the offensive lines like a much better run blocking offensive line than they've had yeah the passing protection could definitely uh use some work but you know you had everybody show up jerry judy had a great week uh, your defense up, Young Hoku gives you 18, but Patrick Mahomes looked like vintage Patrick Mahomes gets 51 points, yeah. um, which that has not been the case for the last few weeks. But week one, Patrick Mahomes showed up and he looked real good, um, you know, against the Goodwill Punting, who who puts up a solid 135.5 and he loses the week. I mean, it was yeah. the, it was the third best score that week. Um, you know, it, that's that's a great week if Brees Hall is like Brees Hall from weeks two and three. This is a very high scoring uh, week yeah, for him. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Tom and Tom could have really, yeah, he might've been able to beat you if he'd gotten Carson Wentz in there, you know? Yeah. Um, so anyway, I think Tom had a nice showing against you, but that was definitely the matchup of the week. You know, P- team Penna shows up, has a nice week, 149 and a half beats the dad bod. Uh, you know, I, I beat the Davis square hipsters, 134 and a half to 99. And uh, the Boston Gangstaff has a solid week at 120, beats the No Luck literally uh, at 85. And, um, you know, pulling up the rear here, 104 to 73 and a half Q Garden versus the Q Middle Fingers. Um, all right, so let's move on to week two. Um, so, you know, week two looked a little <laughs> better uh, across the board, maybe. I don't know. Um, I'm having a hard time switching my weeks here. Here we go. Week two. 
Yeah, and I guess what we'll talk about again here is the Goodwill Punting loses again against 177 and a half exactly again. Um, <laughs> but this time at the hands of the sheriff. Uh, the sheriff puts on a whooping on the Goodwill Punting, who again has a solid week at 128, would have been good enough to beat everybody else in the league, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that, that was a, but, you know, that was... Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. It was their show that week. Uh, 43 points for Josh Allen. Stefan Diggs had 33. Um, you know, what happened with you in, uh, in, in, I, in week two, you went from one seventy-seven and a half to 77 and a half. What happened? I don't know. I mean, young Hoku didn't give me 18. Uh, that's, it. that's it. But you give oh, no yeah. luck, literally one of his wins with 94 and a half points. I know. Easily 94 and a half. I mean, I know this is what I mean. No luck, literally sitting at 10 in my power rank. I know. Right, here, right. Two and one. He may be, but two seventy-seven four and two eighty-four against. That's yeah, not even I think, right. I know. I, I, you know, I think uh, two two things. That, uh, not to get too deep. I think uh, James Conner. I think might have gotten hurt in that game. Possibly uh, he did. He, he play. did get hurt early. And then the um, uh, Jerry Judy and the sort of Russell Wilson thing is like. I think it's going to be like that. It's going to be like the Mike Williams of the Chargers oh, and this team. Williams. You know, it's going to be on and off, on and off. I believe Penna did play Mike Williams in this he game. Did. And we were talking about the fact that it got really easy because, uh, yeah. um, oh, geez, what's his name? This is like seniors giving a podcast at this point. <laughs> this is so well, bad. Well, who's the wider, I, who's Keenan Allen? Keenan Allen, Allen yeah, was hurt. Yeah. Mike Williams put up 17 in that game. But I mean, obviously yeah. the big, the big lift was from Josh Allen. I think that's, you know, Mike. like in, in, in my game really quick, like it's just, you go from 177 and have you think, all right, there's some players playing here to 77. It's so disappointing as, as a, as a fantasy owner, you're just like, how? Yeah. <laughs> also, you put it, the I, same emotion as me, but I'm like, how do you go from 170? Like, why isn't it 177 to like 132? Yeah. And then maybe like 110. Like, hey, why do we got to go right to like the jugular? <laughs> I mean, the big thing is, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes only had 26 points after having 51 the week before. Yeah, but like, I that's mean, inconsistent. 26 points, though, out of a it's quarter. Fine. You're, you can compete. Yeah. yeah. I mean, your wide receivers book got one. That's what really killed exactly. you. Exactly. Um, but, you know, the big the big scorer that week was uh, Lamar Jackson had 58 points. Um, yeah. And because that's just how Lamar Jackson has been this year. So, and I, uh, and I think like Boston Gangs, that like I think uh, with stuff like you, you saw week one, he's got, he's got a good number of points in week one comes back with one fifty in week two, like quietly is watching it happen, you know? Oh yeah. It's, it's coming like in stealthy coming in. Yeah. It's like a wave coming in. Yeah. So speaking of, uh, so in week three, I had to take on the Boston gang. So Lamar Jackson puts up another 49 points, um, quickly beats me one forty five and a half to one Oh five and a half. Um, which that was the high water mark, right? One forty-five and a half that week. Everyone's, I think, the story of week three. Someone put it best. It was like the story of the benches playing really well. Everyone's bench played super well that game. Yeah. Um, it no one, you know, the high water mark was one forty-five and a half, but then it's one nineteen, one eighteen, one seventeen, right? Um, you know, again, the the no luck literally squeaks out a win, ninety-seven and a half versus eighty-seven yeah. points. You know, like he's he's <laughs> lining up like, at the right times. I'm not so sure. No luck literally applies anymore. I think it's luck, literally. <laughs> All luck, literally. All luck, literally. <laughs> uh, but, you know, tough, tough loss for the Q Garden Bulldogs. It loses by like 18 points. Same with uh, you against the Cuga Middle Fingers. Yeah. He gets his first win of the season. Yep. Yep. So, you know, I, I you know, th this is obviously the landscapes are shifting here a little bit. And I think people are starting to figure it out. You had a week, you know, 23 points for Patrick Mahomes. It, it You've got these weird showings, right? Penna did get a solid 40 from Josh Allen in that game. That was a, it was a good week for him. Um, yeah, but all right. So that brings us to this week, but let's update our power rankings. So yeah, what I, I guess I, my biggest, I have two big movers. I'm going to talk about the big movers and I'll go through the, uh, I've got that. Obviously I, I have taken the stop from number seven. He's all the way up at number one now, right? Laura Jackson for, for future until, until future notice. I'm on the Lamar Jackson train, right? Like Stav is going to yeah. win because of Lamar Jackson. The guy's just playing lights out football. Um, and I, and I obviously put Penna up at number two. Um, I I've been humbled by playing against the Stav. I've put myself at number three so that I've reshuffled the top three here. Um, the next big mover was though, Davis square hipsters falls all the way from two to 10. Yeah. I put him at the bottom of the barrel now. And I, I, I think it's because what we know about the Seattle Seahawks. He has lost that love and feeling with his wide <laughs> receivers. They like he's got to send these guys down to San Diego and find that love and feeling again, Top Gun style. I don't know uh 
I don't really know what's going on with his team. And I think he's going to have a hard time coming up with matchups. Now he's playing both DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett again this week. I don't know that that's the play anymore, right? Like I, Geno Smith is not going to throw the ball that many times and be that successful in Seattle. I don't, I just don't think that's the play anymore. And the problem is, is after that, who does he play? He's got Kenny Galladay, who's going to probably come out of the Giants soon. He's going to get cut or something. You and I were discussing that. He's got Jarvis Landry, maybe, but he doesn't. I mean, he's got right now Andy Dalton's throwing him the ball. Um, Russell Gage, maybe, right? He doesn't have a wide receiver. So, you know, maybe, Tim, maybe you and I should be talking about a little wide receiver trade. Um, But that's why he's down. He's really faded for me. I think we learned a lot about his team and he went from two to 10 and the big move up was Stav uh, from seven to one. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I think for me, I have the top three, the same as you, except uh, sorry. I have the top three in the top three, but I actually am keeping Penna one and I'm only keeping Penna as the sheriff. I'm keeping them that I'm not, I'm not quite ready to maybe they, they match up and play each other. Maybe we'll see, but I have Stav at two and I have you at three. And um, I, I, that really, those are splitting hairs right there. I mean, those three teams are really like probably within a, if you could convince me either way very quickly, <laughs> that it should be different. Um, I didn't actually put David square hippers at 10. I put, I put Tim at eight. So I didn't go quite as far. And again, I think I'm giving him some legacy here. I think I'm giving him some time um, from over the years. So I put him at eight, which then puts Goodwill Hunting at nine. And I actually put your brother at 10. And I think I went there because of the quarterback play. Although I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I Your brother's team, Kevin's team is going to confuse me a bit through the year. So I, Kev, I'm really sorry that I put you at 10. I, I don't know that I really, going back, I don't know that I would have done that again, but that's kind of where it stands for now. So Prove me wrong. And then at, for the middle of, of the of the pack for me, it's just kind of like, again, more splitting of hairs and sort of five, six, and seven are about the same for me. As I did put no look literally at seven here, um, just out of squeaking out some wins. So, yeah, I mean, no, that makes sense. I, I think the only, so I, I did, I put Tim down at 10 and I, that like shuffled everybody up, right? So that yeah. means no look literally is at nine, Cuga middle fingers is at eight, Goodwill punting is at seven. Yeah. And then because Stav jumped up to the top and it stays consistent, Q at six, Upstate yeah. Masters at five, Dad bought at four. Yeah. And then there was that shuffling in the top three. But I, something about Kevin's running backs are making me feel good about his team. Like if yeah. you have three, he's got Khalil Herbert in there now. He had the pick of the week, right? Waiver wire of the week. I sent out a screenshot. Everyone tried to get Khalil Herbert. And yeah. Dave Penna has to have been losing some sleep after this decision, right? He he was cutting him for a defensive player so he could play somebody on like Monday night or like right before the game started on Sunday. I forget exactly when it happened. He drops Khalil Herbert. And ultimately, the David Montgomery gets hurt in the game, who's on Penna's team, right? Doesn't he have yeah. Dave Montgomery? No. Uh, yeah. So that's his depth piece. And then he drops Khalil Herbert, and Khalil Herbert's now thrust into a starting role. Khalil Herbert had a massive week last week, 28 and a half points. He looked pretty good running the ball. And so the real question is, is even when David Montgomery comes back, like what's the role for Khalil Herbert? So I don't know. I, I'm feeling okay about Kevin's team in some ways. Yeah. We talked about Ray's team that my thoughts on Ray's team have not changed. Um, but the big one is, is Tim's team does not feel yeah. so scary without his triumvirate of people. Yeah. I don't know if your brother is paying attention today or not, but he, maybe he's doing it for a matchup. He has Geno Smith in there and, He's keeping Derek Carr out, which is interesting. It actually is interesting that he didn't play Tua actually on Thursday. I'm glad he didn't in hindsight, but I'm surprised he didn't. Yeah, so, he is paying attention. We've been talking a little bit. He's obviously paying yeah. attention because he grabbed Khalil Herbert. Well, um, I meant this week. But, I just meant yeah. like right now this week. Seems like an interesting. I, you know, honestly, I would play Geno against Detroit. Detroit sucks. Yeah, yeah, you know that's that's not a bad move there. I I don't think I would play yeah, Lawrence I, against Philadelphia, and I don't think I would play. Maybe Derek Carr against Denver, but Denver's defense is good. It's right? all right. Yeah, it's right. I, I'll say this. I watched Geno Smith play that very first game of the year, and I actually thought he had actually had a really decent showing. I mean, so far his points was have been 29, 24, and then nine the second week. But, right. Kevin uh, picked him up off the waiver rider, by the way. Yeah, right? This wasn't a yeah. draft. This hasn't been on. He wasn't rostered. He he grabbed him, you know, and maybe he should go back and get the yeah. red cannon because the red cannon's slinging touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, right. I think I might go Derek Carr in this instance because they're going to have to start throwing the ball with a win. They're going to have to get that ball to Devontae Adams very uh, soon. I think you and I both, we had this conversation. I, you know, I, I think 
Josh McDaniels is more exposed than Antonio Brown's penis. So <laughs> oh, way to get it in. Hey, I don't know if you could get that in. If you see yeah. the picture, holy <laughs> moly. I don't think you could. The blurry, the blurry did very little for hiding anything from the imagination. <laughs> I, you know exactly what's behind that blur on the New York Post. <laughs> There's, I'm not gonna lie. I looked for I looked for the whole thing. You know, honestly, I was like, "Is that his leg? <laughs> <laughs> Did they blur know, the man. wrong thing? I'm so like, uh, confused." At least he's not killing people. That's all I can say. I, I, mean, I yeah. guess at the end of the day, this guy's nuts. I guess. I guess if that is the comparison we're doing, jerking yeah. off in a pool <laughs> versus killing people, I will take jerking off in a pool. Yeah. <laughs> if that's what we have to choose yeah. from. Yeah. That's a shit salad. I want nothing, nothing to do with. <laughs> shit salad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yes, for the this is supposed to be a PG show. You've already said the F word and then and the S. Well, you can word. you can say one F bomb and and keep it at at PG thirteen. I think that I think the that's word? the rule. Those are the is rules. That, what yeah. about the SH word? Is that can you say? I that? think that one's okay. I don't know what can you say on television these days. I, you can say a lot of terrible things. I mean, Unclear. if you can swear at eight year olds in a football game, you know, like like your head coaches of what you've been refereeing can. Yeah. Then I can say whatever I want, right? <laughs> sure we'll go with that yeah all right so uh we don't want to go too long here obviously it's the first episode so we're going to go a little long but let's get into we can make some picks we we did get yeah. to make some picks in week four um all right so let's uh and it's fun because we got the battle of the co-hosts this week so we'll we'll end we there do. we'll end there because we, we can do. talk a little bit about that but let's start with the davis square hipsters and the goodwill punting who do you got in this one, I have um, actually I took. Um, it's a battle of the zero and threes. By I the know, way. I know, it's a, it's a shame. I took the Davis Square Hipsters here. I went with Tom Brady. I went with Jonathan Taylor. I I went with him over Carson Wentz and um, some of Tom's running backs. So I went Davis Square. You know, the one thing I think that's hurting Jonathan Taylor this week this year is that they've got Matt Ryan there, and they're so they're willing to pass the ball a lot more. Yeah, could be. And like, I don't, he's just not having like the stellar year that he's had. Yeah. Again, I you know I faded on Tim's team. I, you know, I don't think Tom Brady's doing that great. He's lost Mike Evans because of the suspension thing. Like, I you know I yeah. just I went Goodwill punting here. I picked Tom. I I, I mean, I, it's a good. It's not a bad pick. I mean, it's... if Tim didn't put in the two wide receivers. I would yeah. probably feel differently, but with the two wide receivers, I hate that look. I don't like that look. I hope I'm wrong, Tim. I hope I'm yeah. wrong, but like, I don't like that look. I also, I think for me, the other reason why I just went, to, uh, went Tim here is uh, Carson Wentz against the Dallas defense. I mean, I watched that Dallas defense on Sunday and or on Monday night, and man, that front line is strong. They so are good. They that are very good, good. Yeah, it's a very good defense, especially the front four. Even seven is very good. So yeah, um, I mean, Micah Parsons is is really a hybrid linebacker that guy is unbelievable he's, he's unbelievable he's crazy. i watched him run over through two 350 pound men yeah he just ran right through them <laughs> he's he's nuts yeah he's great he's all great. right let's go on no luck literally versus the cuga middle fingers and in following my power rankings here i went with the cuga middle fingers getting a win here i like the running backs i all really right. do like the running backs i also just like the Juju Smith Schuster thing, mm, I'm I'm a little down on, but Debo is having a good year, and you know, like they lose Elijah Mitchell, so they're going to use him as a running back. Do you you know Debo restructured his contract that they be they use him enough as a running back this season if if he gets extra money, yeah, um, which I love, I love that. Um, those are like the trades where you're like, if they do whatever the conditional trades, I love it. Um, so I got I I just like Khalil versus the New York Giants. Like I don't think the Giants are that good against the run they're fine they're not that good and i think josh jacobs will run a little bit in denver and that's mainly yeah. uh, you know i just I, I think it'll happen but and i like the geno smith versus detroit matchup so i'm going cmf yes yeah, another one i i kind of flip of a coin here i i went no luck literally here um so He's starting daniel jones how do you take know, the no well, luck literally <laughs> Well, the thing about Daniel Jones, I thought, okay, at home game, I thought against Chicago, uh, you know, let's see. Daniel Jones has not been super strong, but um, I, I got a lot to say about Daniel Jones. That's for sure. I don't know. I, w I went with Travis Kelsey. Probably what skewed me here a little bit is that seeing some of the scores from Thursday night, I'm imagining. So um, I went no luck literally here, but again, I, I can go either way. No, this I, will be luck literally winning like 98 to 93. <laughs> exactly. I think it was the Geno Smith part of it, but your depth or your points in the depth are really, um, really accurate there too. Debo Samuels is awesome. Uh, he I'll, is awesome. He's a guy. good, he's a good football player. Yeah, I like him really a lot too. Yeah, he's fun to watch. All right. Three and O team Penna versus the one and two Q garden Bulldogs. What do you got? 
Well, I went with Team Penna. I'm going to stick with the high hand of Josh Allen, just throwing it about 50,000 times a game. And I would have thought that Jalen Waddle, who really is an awesome wide receiver as well, um, would uh, get more points here. So I went Team Penna on this one. And again, I think with Matt's team, again, I think that quarterback play is hard for me to get over. So um, that's where I am. Yeah, I also went with Team Penna here. And that's just because team uh, Penna's team is strong. And the only... The only real question mark is Craig Reynolds here. I, I don't know what yeah. Craig Reynolds turns up, turns into. You know, I though Jalen Waddle not having a good Thursday night. There's a real potential here. You know, the one thing that's interesting about Matt's team, AJ Dillon, Javante Williams, and Damian Pierce. These are all like yeah. solid running back twos. Yeah. They like yeah. they will get you nine points a week. Yeah. I don't. They are not boomer bust players. Although yeah. I would, you know, I think if one of them booms, you you've, you're going to have a great week. Yeah, I think Damian Pierce could definitely boom for him. Right. Yeah. Cooper Cup and Brandon Cooks, though, that's where you probably get your boom from. Yeah, um, and true. you know, that's that's really gonna help you. Those starting oh. Marcus Mariota at quarterback. So that's always a question mark. Yeah. And also I think you have two players from Houston Texans playing in your team, you know, as stars between Brandon Cooks and then Damian. I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I'm now looking at it and and you know, Matt's quarterback depth is potentially problematic right like yeah. he's got matt ryan and and marcus mariota you know maybe next year with a more quarterback heavy draft he he thinks about the future there yeah yeah the giants too yeah exactly hopefully. <laughs> all right hashtag dad bod versus the boston gang stuff i uh i went with the the boston gang yeah. stuff here i mean it's hard not to pick i did him. too i did too and dalvin cook ended up playing right i mean so this is this is the question mark with stops team right yeah we got two two uh question marks at running back right christian mccaffrey and dalvin cook they're both injury prone um they've already are injured they're playing through injuries He's, yeah you know, at some point that's really going to come back to hurt him but you AJ know, adam, brown i mean he's still got aj brown in there and adam Thielen. yeah who, you know it's funny you and i think i think you and i did a little texting about adam Thielen. i i don't understand like what i, mean, I know justin jefferson is there but you think that would expose adam Thielen a little bit more mostly like the stefan um, the Stefan Diggs days in Minnesota, right? Where you just think that he'd get more passes than he does. He just, it's, he's a kind of, again, a Mike Williams type wide receiver in fantasy. Yeah. Um, I agree. I, I, I think it's tough. He's, he's, he's a good wide receiver. They have a lot yeah. of targets in, in Minnesota, right? Even KJ Osborne's getting looks too. So it's tough. Yeah. I don't yeah. I, even, and it's impacting Justin Jefferson too. There's just not enough. Yeah. They got a new uh, coach there too, right? Who's calling the yeah. plays. So yeah. I don't know. I, I think sometimes they try to force the ball to Justin Jefferson too much, and Adam Thielen's wide open, and they're just missing him. But right, um, yeah. So I uh, I went with the uh, the gang stuff. So which would you go with? Sorry, did you say that? Uh, I also went. Yeah, I also went gang stuff here. Okay. Yeah. All right, and then, well, the battle gonna... of the co-hosts. <laughs> The uh, I'm gonna the, the uh, David versus Goliath moment here. I'm taking the Upstate Masters and uh, for the so you're David in this situation. I'm gonna go with that, and you're Goliath. You're I want I would like to play the role of David. I think it's week. like a cosplay. Weird. Yeah. Uh, well, I well, when we say Goliath, now do we mean Antonio Brown or do we? Oh mean... wow! <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. He was wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I think I might have just laugh tracked right over your uh, <laughs> like over that great statement right there. I hopefully everybody gets to enjoy what you just said. It was good. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I I I'm taking so you're taking yourself. I'm, I'm taking, taking myself. Me, right? I'm yeah. taking myself. I can see I, why you would take yourself. <laughs> taking myself. I mean, I got to take yourself against. But I guess I think this is going to be a close matchup. Yeah, I I I would be all right. I I'm, I made a couple switches. I put Jeff Wilson in there. He's been getting some touches. I'm a little nervous about a San Francisco running back with Debo Samuel. You know, I think that they use him more. And I just I cannot seem. Uh, ever since I traded away Mark Andrews, my tight end position has been very very mediocre here. So well, and, that's, you know, that's my weak spot too. So you got weak against weak there. Yeah, well that, that's good. So maybe Patrick Mahomes at Tampa Bay will come up with another fifty point day. But and I hope Saquon keeps running the ball. Um, a bit and James Conner, I think he's better, but I'm a little nervous on that one too. So, anyways, I gotta I tell know. you, I'm I'm shaky on this, right? Like I, I did throw it out to the group, and you know, if you're listening to the podcast, I threw it out there that I, I feel good about my wide receiver depth. I don't know which ones to play in any given week right now because I actually I have a hard time benching Justin Jefferson. Like yeah. and there was yeah. like a there even was like a 
ESPN segment where they were like, don't ever, 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 ever bench Justin Jefferson. I was like, I feel like he's nearing that territory, right? Like he gets 30 points in week one, but then it's four points, one point. And right now he's sitting at four points, uh, you know, almost at halftime. And so like, obviously teams are are zeroing in on him i don't think kirk cousins is quite the same quarterback he was last year either yeah um, i agree maybe it's just the play calling too could be or, the play calling but yeah. like chris olave's having a nice he's a rookie for new orleans he's he's having a great year right like he's six six and a half fourteen and a half he's already got seven points here at the half yeah um you know amon ross st brown is hurt but i mean he went 12 29 and seven right yeah. like I got to think about playing him over Justin Jefferson at this point. Yeah. Tyreek Tyreek Hill has been playing mostly consistently, though he threw a three in there last week against Buffalo. He was nine, 35 and a half and 16 and a half. Um, you know, it's tough right now. You I don't trade know. some of these receivers, man. I'm trying. You, I'm trying. You got to move them along. I've made offers. Yeah, made you got to make more. Somebody's got to start making some offers to but you. I mean, like <laughs> sitting on my bench, right? I got Cortland Sutton yeah. on my bench. I'm in Ross St. Brown's there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I... Chris Olave, you know, DJ Shark. Yeah. Right. Like I I'm I have Hunter Renfro's hurt as well. You know, like there's guys there for the for the dynasty taking. Make me an offer. I'm happy to I'm happy to like talk through. I, I Devonta Smith, right? These are all guys you can play. They're starters. Yeah. So yeah. You, I mean you even got Cam Akers in your bench as a running back and, and Devin Singletary. Like I've got people yeah, here. People talk Zeke. Yeah. I haven't played Zeke at all this year. I know. Well, you're you're lucky. <laughs> I mean, he's doing fine. He's Tony five, Pollard five, is a much better running back in Dallas. He's oh, much yeah. better, and he's been much better for actually several seasons now. I feel like for the last several years, though, like they always are like a little slow to ramp Zeke up now, and now they use I him. Get uh, it. Mike McCarthy, I think, is the problem. Yeah. Right? I but think yeah. Too. Anyway, I think yeah. Zeke could. You know, he he's fine. He's a solid. He gets you points, right? Yeah. You don't have to worry about yeah. one. You're not getting one from him. Um, yeah. But, all right. Well. So wow. going with me, you're going with you. And we're yeah, at the we're end doing of it. our episode. Well, um, listen, this is season four of airing it out. I mean, season come four. on. Come on with that. That's fantastic. This is stupid. What are we doing? <laughs> no one's listening. No. Nobody. You asked if had anyone been calling for the episode. I did yeah. get uh, like a potential spam number from Nigeria the other day, but I'm pretty sure it was a guy, <laughs> the guy who listens in Nigeria. If and we're... He was, he was just calling for. It. He's like, "Where the hell is my episode?" <laughs> if we're actually playing that game, I was uh, for the Lambda Chi Alpha brothers. Uh, I was at the the chapter house for a, a thing over this uh, uh, work week, and I did a little presentation. The guys introduced myself a little bit, and I said, "And I have a podcast for fantasy football." And so two of them came up to me after and said, "What's your what's the fantasy? What's the podcast?" And I told them, "Well, look for it. It's airing it out." And uh, I, and I didn't quite say it like that because that sounds sort of sexual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, and so those two fans, I think, really, really needed to. Yeah, yeah. No, and I, I will say the, uh, I think um, Patrick mentioned this uh, at his at his draft for his yeah. league. And a couple of guys were like, yeah, no, we listened to it. Yeah. And I was like, well, really? Like, uh, that's crazy. But we can actually count on our fingers. How many? The, a number of fans. <laughs> One number of fans. hand we can. Actually... That's right. Um, but actually, this this is awesome, and I know we've been really late in getting back up and running on this one, and we we have been hectic. And but I I am excited to to be back, and we'll try to fit these in more of a cadence of some sort. But we'll we'll find that time, I, I suppose, along the way. We'll find the rhythm, find the rhyme. Yeah, yeah. Come on in, it's um, bobsled time. That's right. All right, we'll let everybody go watch some Sunday football, and uh, we will be back here hopefully next week. But thanks for listening, everyone. Never know go. what's gonna you never know what's gonna pop up today as a first situational like Antonio Brown's huge dong. <laughs> I gotta tell you, it's big. It is big. <laughs> <laughs> I I wanna be the guy who is in charge. Of, well, I don't really want to be that guy, but I <laughs> back to the question at hand. Do you think he really jacked off in the pool? <laughs> I think there's a strong possibility. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, yikes. I mean, seeing it is one thing, but what he was doing was not okay. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a difference between exposing oneself and that. And that. <laughs> also, who, we, 
we would all know and come to believe is what we know he was doing. Right. I mean, and also, who who's the guy who has to clean the pool? <laughs> There's there are there is a lot of collateral damage in this story that is going untalked about. Oh wait. And season four, Mark. I can't wait to give your eulogy. It's gonna be great. <laughs> it's just me or is now sounding like a good name. Did you just make up that song? <laughs> no, that was I don't know what it was actually. <laughs> <laughs> that never works. That never works. <laughs> it never works. <laughs> After all this time, it still doesn't work. It still doesn't work. I'm ready when you are now. I feel good. This feels good to be back. <laughs> also, I feel like I've got Phoebe's sexy voice because I've got a little bit of a cold. I've been testing for COVID every day. I don't have COVID. I think it's just allergies. It's like a little post-nasal drip. It's good for the podcast voice. Goose goes poison. <laughs>